Hello, winners. Uh, hello, winners, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Wrong Button Podcast. Once again, I am joined by the famous John Solkaro. Hey, what's up? Not much. Um, thank you so much for doing this with me. Anytime. Um, we've got some big news coming up uh, that I really wanted to get your opinion on. Uh, last mm-hmm. time we talked a lot about Gundam. Yep, that was a fun one. That definitely was a fun uh, episode. <laughs> I greatly enjoyed it, and I wanted to have you back because uh, you are a huge influence in, in how I view the fighting game community mm-hmm. and view fighting games. Oh, thank uh, you. I appreciate your uh, trust in me. I really do. Yeah, um, I, I'm very, very uh, new to the fighting game. I, I've tried them here and there, and I, I played them as a kid, and I've mm-hmm. heard the term um, like basement champion is a thing. Basement champion. That that's a old. That's a come on, kind of an old term to be honest with you. I heard very it very old the other day because uh, mm. I used to play Budokai back in the day. Okay, okay. And my friends and I would play Budokai, and I got really good with Trunks, really good with Piccolo. And mm. I was like, yeah. And then I got older, and I like I was like, oh, a new da- Dragon Ball Z game's coming out. And I went to a place where mm. uh, I think it was a GameStop tournament, and I walked in, and I won the first match, and I was like, I'm the shit. <laughs> and then the second match, I wasn't. <laughs> Oh boy! That, I, trust me, I've had that that moment too. I think for me, I think it's when I first stepped in, and my first step into the FGC was years ago, like mm-hmm. early two thousands, ninety nine. Um, you know, I thought it was hot shit in like third strike in, back in the day, and I went to one tournament. I was like, "Yo, I can't!" I was so distraught. But it's just that feeling and wanting to prove yourself, where you want to keep going to these tournaments. Mm-hmm. And from early 2000s, I would say about 2002 to really 2017, um, that is kind of my tournament history. I, I would always go out to different local majors uh, here in New York City. I would go to Philadelphia for biggie events. Um, you know, I would definitely travel also to uh, the south to do some events down there as well. Uh, mostly in Georgia, like a final round and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I, I love traveling to fighting game tournaments. It's how I grew up as a, a fighting game player and competitive fighting game player. So um, if you guys know me, uh, I'm pretty much well-known, was well-known in Undernight and Birth uh, AXE late. Uh, I was playing that game and I was killing them out here in the East Coast. One of the top macabres at the time. But um yeah, I, I haven't been traveling since uh, 2017, so I, I, I've i kind of put that behind me as of now. But, uh, you know, competitive fighting games is something that is, you know, it's resurging in 2021. Because, t- of course, 2020, we really didn't have, you know, offline stuff and everything was going online. And everything is kind of still online, but we're getting there. We're getting close to the reopening to fighting games, so to speak. And that's kind of one of the the main reasons that I really want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're recording this uh, about two weeks before the episode airs, or mm-hmm. two weeks before the podcast will come out. But uh, mm-hmm. Guilty Gear Strive comes out on June tenth. Right, close, and, super close. Yeah, um, we just passed the the last beta last weekend, mm-hmm. um, where they redid the entire uh, lobby system. It, it, it should I, I I really want to jump into it. I, I honestly do because I have so 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 much opinions on it. And um, where do I start? So for the beta, uh huh. Go ahead. Um, the beta. Okay, so the netcode, of course, we all know it's great. 
Mm-hmm. But the actual design, I don't like the Habo hotel style of it. Even with the kiosk that they give us now where you, you get on a get on a cab, mm-hmm. that's great. But they have to take out that 2D sprite thing. It, it's it's not what Guilty Gear should be. Okay. And this is just my personal opinion. Um, you know, we're going from Arc System Works where they used to do full avatars where you can just run around and, and cosplay and role play and stuff to something that's really disgusting. It's a 2D small sprite little thing. It's it's not good. Um, and also with the beta, this new beta, comes changes, character changes. So I play Nagoriyuki. That is my soul, one of my soul focus focus characters right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they butchered him. They they destroyed how he combos. Every time that you use a blood attack, your blood meter just goes up. It shoots up now. Before you can get some some blood taken away through normal actions, but now it's like once you do one combo or two combos, that blood rage mode is coming in. You can't stop that. So you can't really do too much in that mode anyway, and it's still useless. So they made him kind of difficult to play, and I hope um, the final build rectifies that. I really hope there's some fixes to that. So he's he's the he's like a sequel character, I guess, because I know someone makes a comment about his master. He's the vampire, if I'm not mistaken, Nagariku. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's the uh, uh, vampire um, samurai. He's he's a new character for this uh, this game now. Okay, because yeah. um, I I heard about that. Um, I also watch uh, mm-hmm. Holy Verses um, for like when I mm-hmm. wanted to learn about labbing and start learning into to fundamentals, especially before I, I really engaged anyone in this. Well, he actually has a lot of good um, casual content where you can get casuals up to the same speed, same speed as some competitive players. So it, it, he's definitely a uh, pillar in his own right too. Oh uh, yeah. I'm actually sitting here sporting the get into fighting game shirt as we, oh, nice. <laughs> as, we as we do this. Um, so I, I know I heard that they really, this entire beta, like they said, um, from what I was hearing, because I didn't get in on the first one, mm-hmm. um, I tried playing this one. Uh, I really like the character Mia or Mila. She is the uh, Russian assassin. Oh, oh, Milia. Yeah, Milia, yeah, Milia. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, love her design. Love like her entire concept. Uh, and mm-hmm. I've heard that they've actually really changed uh, a lot of the characters. So the blood yeah. rage mode was that. Was that supposed to be like his version of a super meter? Uh, that's that's his extra uh, for Nogoriyuki's. That's his extra little special function. Um, Mm -hmm. He does take blood from every time he lands a super, not a super, a special move. Mm -hmm. Um, Before it didn't consume as much when you would do a special move, but now it's like you do a couple special moves from him and it it just shoots up. Now that's a, a very bad thing because you can't function. If you can't do combos, you can't, you just cannot function. Um, especially for Nigoriyuki, where he's already slow. His mm-hmm. anti-air game is not that great. They already butchered him in terms of normals. So it's it's a lot of stuff that you have to do in order to win with him. And um, there's also another thing, too. There's characters that are specifically, they're in Strive, but they're not playing Strive, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just in a whole nother, a whole nother land. So that those characters are like Soul, Kai, May, um, who else? I'm trying to think. Um, Potankin at one point. <laughs> Potankin before this beta was insane. Insane. 
So uh, you missed out on that one. You missed out on Pot. <laughs> I heard Pot had a. Uh, he had an infinite, correct? In the in the first one, like he could. Uh yeah, yeah. He had an infinite, okay. but a lot of his moves were plus, so you couldn't really punish him. Okay, that was the um, problem. Nope that that makes complete sense. Um, and I'll let me go into it. So I, I know a lot of people said that they they've butchered those characters. Um, mm-hmm. which will kind of bring me into this one before we go into more of the technical side. Mm-hmm. Uh, from watching from watching video games in general, but I think it happens more with fighting mm-hmm. games, uh, especially with Strive coming out. It seems to be that the, the community gets divided where we had people who were like, yeah, I'm a huge Strive first. And I'm really I'm really happy. I was a huge fan of Exerd. Mm-hmm. And now Strive's coming out. And they're like, you know what? I'm off. We're done. They, they've ruined the game. And they're just like they're walking away from an entire base they might have previously enjoyed. Is that common for the FGC? Um, I mean, yeah, there's when any new game comes out for the FGC, there's going to be the initial hype of, oh, I want to play this. I want to check it out. And if they like it, they'll stay on to it uh, for a while. Like, especially with this, um, Guilty Gear Strive has a good netcode. So the netcode being good is a good selling point for the game. Um, everybody's pretty much playing it because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to see an influx of just players do that where, oh, this game is great. Netcode's great. I don't care about the series, but the netcode is great. I want to play. I want to hop on. So I give them those types of players. I give them about maybe four to five months of just playing it after release. And then they're going to those those people will fade Um, because the game right now is very bare bones. It's very stale. Mm -hmm. It's not like a average Guilty Gear game. It's very easy. Yes. But that easiness is going to affect a lot of people, and it, it might turn some people off, especially if you've been playing Guilty Gear um, since the old days, you know? So it, it might pinch a nerve to a, a couple of people. But going back to the question, um, yeah, a lot of people tend to do that because they want to follow the wave. They want to follow the hype, just like anything in life, you know? Like, if someone says, oh, this game is great and has a great netcode – instantly sold for some people so mm-hmm. that that's pretty much what it is in in the fgc if something has a good net code and it's rollback that that's the wave jump on it you know okay no and mm-hmm. that that makes sense it seems like uh almost uh i'm gonna go like the closest thing i can always go back to when i tried playing competitive was always fps's and mm-hmm. call of duty was the game everyone tried to dethrone call of duty and other realistic right. offshoots came off mm-hmm. um now, I know you said the game was very bare, bare bones and stale. Arc System Works also made uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters or Dragon Ball Fighters Z, whatever it is. Right. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Z, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which that is considered a pretty bare bones fighter as well. Am I correct? Mm, I, I mean, it's it's on a different scale. Personally, mm-hmm. I don't like versus games too much. So I'm not going to uh, I can't really say what I want to say fully about it uh, without being biased. But. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily bare bones. It has its its lore. It has its appeal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like Guilty Gear, it, it it's you know it attracts a certain type of player. Okay. If you've played Marvel, you're gonna jump into DBFZ. Okay. If you've played Guilty Gear, you'll jump into Strive or anime games. You'll jump into Strive. Okay. Um. That that's really the common point. It, it's going to appeal to those types of players. You know. Okay. So. It one is like the the team based work. It's it, it's just different mechanics. I take it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was saying bare bones, I meant more gameplay wise because from what I've heard, Strive mm. kind of toned down. Like you said, it, it was easier and it toned down the mechanics of the game in general and made it very 
Well, it, it's rebranded. It's like not rebranded, but it's remarketed so that anybody can just jump into it. Okay. You it's know? approachable. Right. Okay. No, that makes sense. And I wasn't sure if, because I, I know like the, the fighting game community, it's, it, you're right, it has this resurgence. Um, mm-hmm. But without, without having like where I'm at, I started looking up locals after the last time we talked, but mm-hmm. everything was pretty much canceled because. Oh, yeah. Locals. Everything was just done in 2020. Yeah. Um, I know Evo didn't happen, uh, right? And none of the other big ones happened, so I wasn't sure if games coming out like this or Strive coming out make you a little bit more bare bones. If that would actually bolster the FGC, because now it would allow new people to really start getting into this. Well, well, I think in terms of just this, this resurgence, mm-hmm. it's because of the online structure right now. Where if a game has rollback, like I said before, if a game has rollback. Everybody's going to jump on it. Everybody's going to support it, even if it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. That That's really the state that everybody's in right now, where rollback is promoted to be good for people instead of negative. Where, you know, if another game doesn't have rollback, it's not going to be as supported. So that that's really the wave that we're in because everybody's so used to online now. It's That's really the issue. Like, for example, mm-hmm. they just announced the Tekken World Tour online world tour. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, like that just hit Twitter like, like right. an hour ago, and that has somewhat of a, a rollback netcode now. So that's going to be supported. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to, need to jump into that, and you know, Capcom Cup has been doing their online stuff, even though their netcode is is very shady. Mm-hmm. People will support it because it's online, it's convenient. People don't have to travel, and it's from your own home. You know, mm-hmm. so it, that's the scope that we're in right now. You know. Now, I understand rollback netcode is kind of mm-hmm. rolls it if 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 a if a if a lag were to happen, mm-hmm. it kind of rolls back like the last pip of damage or the last like right. hit confirmation, and mm-hmm. gives you a soft soft reset. Correct. Okay. What is actually delay based? I I, I was trying to figure out. So delay based is they they skip a frame. That's basically the best way to to put it. So depending on your frame, mm-hmm. the frames will tend to skip more. So let's say five frame, six frame, ten frame. Depending on what frame you have, it's going to skip that frame, and you might miss an input, or you might miss a, a winning shot, or whatever. Um, oh, it wow. really depends because they're trying to sync both connections together. So could that literally take a move that was would otherwise not be punishable? and make it punishable since it's skipping frames? It, it would probably drop the move entirely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nope. That makes or, sense. Or it just won't come out. Okay. That's yeah. what I was always trying to figure out. Like, I figured out rollback, and I, everything I found on delay-based, I was like... Whoa. Rollback at least counts what's going on, and then okay. they'll, they'll add the frame. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you're yeah. not going to miss anything. They'll just put, you, put your frame there, mm-hmm. and then you'll be able to hit. And then they just adjusted that that way accordingly, you know? Okay. Nope, that makes it make complete more sense, and that'll let me kind of roll into the next. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a PlayStation 5 now. I do. I love it so much. It is It is fantastic. It is quiet. No longer sounds like uh, a plane's taking off in my living room. Yes, I was amazed on how uh, how good it looks. I was, I was playing Final Fantasy fourteen on it uh, when I first got it, and I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. I can see so much. Because on the PS4 version of it, it's super laggy. You can tell. Yes. When, when you're with a lot of people, it, it's really laggy, but... When I jumped on PS5, I was like, whoa, this looks like a whole different game. I was like, wow. And then they then they have the uh, PS5, actual PS5 version to it, and mm-hmm. it just looks amazing. 
Load times are amazing. Great. So, you know, coming to talk to that, um, I started mm-hmm. playing. Uh, I, I was playing Jedi Fallen Order because I had one to go nice. back and replay it on mm-hmm. the PS4. And I spent 20 bucks to get it on the PS5. And then I did the same thing for Devil May Cry 5 Very to nice. both consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started noticing as I was playing this game, um, countering when it would be like, hey, you have to do a frame perfect block here. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you can repose, you can parry, and you can start rolling into massive combos and it made dante's royal guard mode to me i was like oh this is mm-hmm. why people say it's so good and these are why you get these combo videos All right you're, now, you're able to see so much and i think that's one of the only games uh there's more but i think mm-hmm. that's only the one of the only action games that goes 120 120 frames yes yeah. um i i think uh I'm pretty sure Jedi like locks at 60, but mm-hmm. there were points where I was noticing stutters in the game on mm-hmm. the PS4. And I was doing the exact same level, the exact same spot, like pausing and going back and forth. Cause it's, it's native 30. So yes. if you try to go up anymore, it's, it's, it's not going to work. So my question to you is having mm-hmm. played, did you play the first guilty gear beta on the PlayStation? 4? I did. I did. And you played the update on the five. I did. Are you at an advantage playing on a newer console? Uh, not really. No, um, it, fighting games in terms of that, they are not, it, it, it doesn't really matter because it syncs up anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily the hardware's fault. It's more of the connection. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if like the frame data, if like you said, I know it's connection mm-hmm. based, but if you can start to see something because yours is processing, you're running at like a native 60 and the other person lets. Yeah, no, yours. it's, it's never, it's never been, um, towards that. It's basically connection based. So, okay. Mm-mm. All right. That makes yeah. that. And, has- and here's the thing about it too. So mm-hmm. PlayStation has native lag anyway mm-hmm. to compensate for that. So if someone's on native 30 and you're now native 60, it's, it's going to lag anyway, native lag in general. Okay. Yeah. Just to even the playing field? Yeah. So it's it's not really much of a, a difference, really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't... I wasn't... Because, like, like I said, I saw such a huge difference going from, like, Devil May Cry 5 for the PS4 to mm-hmm. the PlayStation 5. Well, well fighting games are, are handled a little... Just a little tad bit differently than, you know, uh, action role-playing games. So it's, it's a whole different scale. I... It was the closest thing I could do because like combos and everything were there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I wonder if the if the same like if someone telegraphed a move almost if the PS5, you'd have a little bit more of an advantage because it processes the frames are going to look smoother mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Um, but no, that makes that makes sense that it would have like a built in lag to, to go. ahead. Yeah, it, it's already it's always been like a native lag on the uh, on the PlayStation. So it, it's it's not really too much of a, a big deal because everybody's used to it. Everybody knows that, you know. OK. Um, mm-hmm. so okay so that makes that means everything else I had for that line of questioning is actually obsolete mm-hmm. so then let's go back into uh, everything being online especially after just watching the, the announcement of the Tekken World Tour mm-hmm. um, with games going online and uh, this uh, th- this whole like, resurgence of one I think video games has more culturally now been accepted because more people do it mm-hmm. um, and uh Fighting games in particular, um, being online now opens it up to a wider range of people capabilities and will allow more people to participate um, in tournaments such such as this. Uh, Do you think that that's going to either dilute or make the quality of 
players that you have a chance to face stronger or, or lesser for that for that fact? Mm, I mean, it depends on what's on the line. It, it really depends on the tournament itself. Um, as it has a as of what it's been right now, it's not really diluting the playing field because mm-hmm. it's the same people. If you look at each and every other tournament, it's the same people winning. Um, so that that portion of it is has not dropped. Um, for the most part, it's it's give, giving more people chances to really showcase their stuff and get somewhere. Um, but this is only temporary. So now that everybody's getting vaccinated and you know vaccines are coming and people are getting like either their first or second, um, you know, the reopening to fighting games is is kind of coming. It's kind of here. So we're gonna see in the next few months, people start to roll off offline and go to tournaments again. And, you know, there's still going to be that online feel, but it's, it's going to casually small, slowly mm-hmm. move offline again. And, and we're going to get some offline events and, you know, look at, for example, um, the Red Bull London event that's offline. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So there you go. Cause I, I know that uh, the Capcom, I believe it's the Capcom cup. They've had, the teams like stacked up away from each other and then they yeah. would just go up and switch out. Um, I wasn't sure if even though we're going to go back, do you think that, do you think that there might be kind of a, a um, say segregation of the community mm-hmm. where it's like, you're going to have an online FGC and a more core FGC that's going to come out of this. Uh, well, it's always been that way. So you have okay. your players that just stay online and then you have your players that just go offline. But um, you know, there's always going to be the two. Literally, there's there's always been the two. Do you think we might get, especially now since um, mm-hmm. the resurgence, you're online a lot. Um, I watch a lot of Smug online, Wooly online. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that now because peop- like people such as yourself have made fighting games so accessible and, and you've made it more friendly and welcoming that mm-hmm. that community will start to bridge more? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, every day you, you find new players joining because they've seen, you know, a stream play or, you know, they'll see a, a popular clip that, you know, was amazing. Like that still happens today. And, and that's just why we're getting an influx of new players, especially since the online, you know, tournaments are, are happening and it gives people chances to really showcase this stuff and really learn. Um I think this is the best time for anybody to get into fighting games where, you know, you might not be the best, but you'll be able to learn properly because everybody's online. So, yeah, it, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's it's not a bad thing. And it's it's really good to see some new players take the initiative and join these events because, you know, before before covid, you had both side by side but it wasn't the entries to some of these tournaments wasn't as big so now that these online tournaments are getting bigger it it just brings in more people every time you know do you think we'll start to see now uh because i I know for a while it's when i when i listen to people talk about fighting games in general Mm -hmm. it seems like the same five or six people are talked about uh across it just kind of like ubiquitous of nope this person this this person is fighting game person x y or z Mm -hmm. um like if you go sonic fox if you go uh smug um punk and and down the line it's they are very well known through fighting games do you think we're going to start to see the rise of 
people who have just been playing games online because now that everyone has kind of had to come together and more things have been held online, it's given them the chance to enter. Do you think we're going to start to see another rise or resurgence of new players, new talent that are going to start to become the new mainstay names? Well, I mean, I mean, it's that's going to be a thing that it could happen. I'm not saying that it won't, um, but that that's always going to be controlled offline. Um, mm-hmm. When it comes to online tournaments, a lot of people in the FGC tend to not look at those achievements more so than offline. So, it, you know, since we're going back to the offline stuff, mm-hmm. they're going to have to showcase this stuff offline. And let me tell you, when you go offline, it's a whole different ballgame. You, you're going to have a whole different feel. You're not in your house. You're with people that may know you, may not know you. And, you know, you might have those tournament jitters. Everybody has them. And uh, it's all about how you perform And at the end of the day. And can you get the score? Can you get it done? Awesome. So that'll... That'll let me segue into the next one, especially uh, you do you do fighting games more competitively. Um, when you play online, it's very competitive. Yeah. You always open up the rooms to different people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in, in my younger days, and I'm not proud of this, so please do not crucify me. No, no, uh, I won't. <laughs> I won't. Don't I'm, worry. I'm speaking to people, anyone who's listening to this. Uh, <laughs> it used to be like, try to find, like if you saw someone streaming, you would mm-hmm. always try to go in and kind of do like a pub stomp on them. Um, oh, I've done that before. Don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've done I, that before. I, I wasn't sure. Like, as as someone who streams something, mm-hmm. especially that's so competitive, how how it do you find that you have a lot more like requests or people like one v one me, bro? Because you tr- you do stream these games and you try to stream um, mm-hmm. a game, especially that's competitive. Do you get a lot more of that? Um. um... In my case, not necessarily, to be honest, which is quite sad. Um, <laughs> if we're talking about like Gundam or, or Unel, uh, not not really. I, I don't really get that. Uh, I used to way back in the day, but this is before, you know, I got known and, and beat players like Sonic Fox or Arturo Sanchez, uh, NYC Furby, who used to play, and uh, a couple of other names. Like this is before... I got that attention. Once I got that attention, people were like, oh, we're not going to mess with you. Don't worry. So it, it's one of those, like, if you get any type of publicity and you do well in the tournament, you don't really get that much 1v1s. Of course, you get it every now and then, but I, I don't really get that much 1v1s on on that scale. And I, I don't worry about it most of the time because if someone wants to 1v1 me, you can. I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind. I'll just play a little harder, but I don't mind. Uh, they, so having like, for, so for me, like I, I just have uh, Ludacris is just, it's been my PSN for a while now. I changed it mm-hmm. um, from like my angsty high school one. Mm-hmm. Um, the go, going into that, because you now have TTV, which uh, for Twitch TV at the end of your name. Right. So that way people can find you, which makes complete sense and is brilliant marketing wise. Mm-hmm. Do you find that, like playing games online uh does it does it seem like if you were to do you have a do you have like a a, an account that is kind of uh just casual base yeah casual base account um i have my japanese account Uh, Mm um my japanese account sometimes i'll go in there and just play stuff but uh no i've always gone with my regular ttv account um just the the fact that because I, i feel comfortable it's always been my main account since you know high school and Luckily, I was able to change the name like you have. 
with yours. Uh, shout outs to PlayStation for allowing us to do that. But, you know, any type of publicity is mm-hmm. is a good thing. So whether you're playing in an open lobby, people will search your name. And, you know, I, I, I can say after switching to TTV, people have looked me up and people have looked at the YouTube that I do, the streams that I do on Twitch, uh, you know, Twitter, which is the most popular one. Uh, I'll get, hey, I played you so-and-so. Good, good shit. And, you know, uh, I've seen you here. Good stuff. I'll get that from time to time. Okay, so it it almost sounds like because um I I, I want to stay out of like the the total drama side of mm-hmm. uh of the FGC because I, I one I don't have a bone in that fight I don't have a dog in that fight and two mm-hmm. I don't know enough about it when it comes to sportsmanship though for for the fighting game community um like I said, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go back here to to first person shooters because it's, it's what I grew up playing right. um Call of Duty I just remember the lobbies being the most toxic cesspool on the planet. <laughs> that, that Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I was on it too. I was on it. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> I you know. know, everyone slept with everyone's moms. It's very weird oh, how it boy. happened. And then Halo, Halo hey. as well. I, I actually grew up to Halo too. So yeah, I know you, I know your pain. Um, so for, for that, uh, when it, when it mm-hmm. comes to, I guess the, the community um, aspect of it and the competitive nature, do you find, less toxicity when interacting with the fighting game community whether it's solely online or in person well i mean you know they're they're people just like i'm people so if they take offense to anything i say they definitely will call it out and you know you have people that will do that but Mm -hmm. i i don't really worry about it too much because you know i try to keep what i say and and how i treat people i try to just be myself as as much as i can and um, as long as you're paying attention to yourself and how you treat others and you want to treat them how you want to be treated, uh, that that should be of no issue to you, um, you know, or, or anybody that's listening. Like, just interact like you would a friend or a family member. Just be calm, be cool, and, you know, don't, don't look for drama. That's the best thing that you, I can tell you. If you're looking for drama, it will find you in the FGC. Stay out of that. Just stay out of that and, and, you know, play your game. Now, what about, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to go on to this one because this has been mm-hmm. one of my biggest, uh, biggest questions. I know fighting games, like, uh, there are matchups. There are characters that are, have good and bad matchups. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to learn the combos, what combos into what, um, since you play fighting games competitively, and you also stream them as well as um, mm-hmm. maybe you can't answer this for all the other streamers that do the same thing. Do you ever find that you're putting yourself at a disadvantage because you're literally showing them how you practice, what you practice and strategies that you use to go into a fight? Never, never, <laughs> never. Um, because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm playing online, okay. I'm playing to practice. I'm playing to have a good time. I'm playing to, you know, do something cool. Hmm. Now, if I'm playing offline, you will see another side of me that is not as fun. And if I'm trying to get to top 16 or top eight, I'm going to mess you up. I've, I've actually fought a friend, and this is this is something that actually stayed with me. So we we used to play Street Fighter a lot, and hmm. uh, I would go to his house, and we play Street Fighter. And I remember being in a tournament with him, and that that's friendly switch went off that day. I was I was in there. I was 100% in there and had to take him down. 
you know? Wasn't that's, that's the thing. Please, t- please tell me it was like the final match. It wasn't no. like one of the first ones. No, I, I don't give leeways like that. I don't play with, like, you don't play with your food when, when it comes to tournament <laughs> matches like that. I, I'm not known for that. I, I am strictly rushed down, so I will end it as quickly as possible. Okay. Okay, that's a... All right, so ever, if I ever find you, one, I'm just going to like be like, no, nah, that's not me. Uh, <laughs> I'm I would not say that just, just play your game. Just do your best because when you're at that scenario and you mm-hmm. have to play, it, it's just better to give it your all than to not play seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, And I don't want anybody that's playing against me to, to really showcase what they can do because, one, I don't want to make you look stupid. I want yeah. you to play. Like I want to feel stupid that I lost – and I want to feel good if I win, you know, like I want to enjoy the match at that moment. I want you to play and I want you to fight for it because you're there for a reason. You paid money to go to this tournament. You you either do travel or hotel like you put in money. Mm-hmm. So you you got to get your money's worth. You got to actually play to get to get up to, you know, the top spot. And that's that's what it takes. Just playing seriously. And, and that's where the competitive nature is like when you're sitting down across from someone you don't want to lose you don't want to look embarrassed you want to give it your all and you want to play so since that that mode goes off and you're right people do play to get there Mm -hmm. earlier on you did talk about uh characters we're gonna go back to strive Mm -hmm. um because uh that game's coming out and uh you're gonna be casting for it yeah um, covering it with, uh, you said press. Uh, will mm. you also? Will I, if I go on and watch like strive tournaments, will I get to see you? Uh, um, yeah, probably. I, I want to do. Um, there is an online tournament that Tasty Steve and company is doing. Um, Tasty Steve and the IFC. I think uh-huh. that's their name. Uh, uh, don't quote me on this, guys. But uh, we'll we'll get more information on that. But. They are doing an online tournament for Strive, and they've been doing online tournaments for Tekken. Mm-hmm. So that's been going good. So they're going to do stuff for Guilty Gear. I want to try to see if I can join that. Um, even if I have to get it on PC, I definitely will be trying to do that and cast that on my own. And um, yeah, you'll probably see me on there. Okay, so let's let's go back to uh, go back to that because I know you said that the switch comes on and off when when it comes to playing games, um, and I know there are boss characters that you can unlock in fighting games um, right. that are typically seen as, as cheaper. Uh, you said soul uh, Kai and was it may? Well, in terms of like not boss characters, but in terms of like, they are above the rest. They, they are very good at the game. <laughs> like if like you're S-tier? playing them, they can just do, yes, they can do a lot. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. And you said coming from Nagaryuki, who mm-hmm. is a character that is is now broken. Um, yeah, I think he's I think he's just low tier right now. Okay, he's really bad. Now, do you find that is there the same level of salt? Like, if uh, it, it used to be like back in the day, like, hey, mm-hmm. this gun got patched. Uh, we'll go with the was it the Model Forty Seven from Modern Warfare mm-hmm. Two, and it was you could just pull the trigger of both of them across the map and just nail people mm-hmm. um, for no reason. Is there the same level of ire if you're going to play competitively, especially at the fighting game community, and you go up and it's like, okay, here's a soul and here's a Kai for like the next two matches? Or is that something mm-hmm. you're like, great, I have to do this again? No, 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 not at all. I mean, that that's a matchup that you have to know. Like, 
people are going to pick Kai. People are going to pick Soul. Um, you know, those are the defaults. Like Ken and Ryu. People, mm-hmm. people show up to tournaments with them. And if that's who they know how to play, I, I gotta, I gotta know the matchup. Is there, is there a stigma of, of picking your your Ken and Ryu, your Goku and Vegeta going to a fighting no. game? No. Really? It, I mean, it's just another Ryu player, but no. Okay, because going back to that, like, uh, basement, you know, basement king, basement champion. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, but you could only play this one cheap character. Well, at that level, if you're at that level, mm-hmm. um, that means that must mean that you're new, like fresh. Like you, mm-hmm. you're you're like a hero of your neighborhood, so to speak. That's how, that's how we say it in in New York. Okay, you're the, you're the hero of your block. You can beat everybody in your block, but when you come to an actual tournament, it's not like that. So you know, you may think you're good, but when you get to real players, that's that's really going to test on how good you actually are. You know. Now, because um, I I know a lot of it is uh, you, you talk about uh, going because I I watch a lot of the. I watched a lot of the Capcom World Cup, and that's mm-hmm. really how I, I kind of got in because there was so much to find uh, over here in the West on Street Fighter um, mm-hmm. and what people like outside perspective or people who were more casual but played the game. Is it mm-hmm. when you go to a fighting game tournament and someone pulls out, so say Nagaryuki, or I know Smug uses a lot of G, who don't happen to be considered top tier characters, they're either mid or bottom. Is no, that, no, G, G is definitely top tier. Is he top tier again? I yeah, I watched them make the the list of it, and I I think I when they were debating him, I like had to go back to work or something. Oh, no, no, G is G is still good. G is very good. So the thing about you know Smug and G, mm-hmm. um, you know he's not just playing for fanfare. Like yes, his combos look great, but he actually knows what to do. He actually has that pressure mm-hmm. where you face him, you're going to look stupid. Mm-hmm. So I mean. It's the character is good. The character has a good tool set, mm-hmm. regardless of where he is in the meta right now. You know, he's still very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and with a character specialist like Smug, he's comfortable with that. So when you have a character specialist, they're going to use the character no matter what. Now, let's say mm-hmm. let's say you were to go to a tournament playing Nagariyuki. Do you probably find... not now? Probably not Pro- now. Probably not now. Okay, no. or. Is it common then for for characters to be like, okay, this character was nerfed instead of labbing to get better with them to be like, okay, you know, no matter how much I like you, boss, you got to sit on the shelf until they fix something about you. Well, I mean, there, people do take that approach. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just say for me, um, if I know a character is not ready, I'm not going to use that character. So um, during the beta for this one, I was playing actually Anji and uh, I came up with, uh, you can pr- probably check this out on my Twitter, still up there, uh, mm-hmm. combo uh, basic little combo juggle combo for him and uh did a, quite a bit of damage um he was you know, with the fan correct yes yes okay Bito, yes so you know the thing about just picking characters that are ready that that's the aspect of competitive play what's ready for you what can you use and you know can you use it at the time that you need him that that's really the the main issue there um, if you're a character specialist and that's what who you want to use, like let's say you're a May player, right? And okay. you want to use May, and you only use May, then you're going to stick with May. And uh, that's fine. That's totally fine. You know, good or bad. But in this case, since the game is new, everybody has ample time to kind of prepare themselves for bad matchups. And, you know, people are going to play what they want to play, but people have a lot of time to really get good and, and really see what works and what doesn't work. 
So speaking character uh, matchups, because it's actually a question I've had when watching a lot of uh, uh, FGC mm-hmm. stuff. When when you register, and let's say let's say it's like, hey, this is my first time going to uh, pick combo con, pick something where it's it's not just a local, but you're mm-hmm. going to it. When you register, do you register? Is it, is it more or less? Uh, here's my name. Here's the controller type I use, whether it's like fight stick, hitbox, controller. And then this is my console of choice, or is it also, mm-hmm. hey, you need to pick three characters. These are the only three par- characters you can pick. No, 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 no. no. Um, tournaments uh, don't really do that type of format. So if you're, if that's your first time going, uh, mm-hmm. of course everybody's going to be chilling in the venue. Mm-hmm. Um, you sign up with just your name, and you bring your own controller, or you get whatever's there, mm-hmm. and uh, you're set. You just apply to your game that you're playing, and you're good. Uh, most of the time, you're not going to have a pick of what console you play on. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the consoles that are usually used in tournament play is PS4. That that's pretty much the the standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll you'll rarely see PCs. While PC is used in higher uh, higher production uh, tournaments, like you know your Capcom Cups or your Tekken World Tours, it's not a standard across the board. Um, and Xbox is not used. So if you are an Xbox fan, you're going into the wrong scene because it's not used <laughs> for many reasons. But yeah, no, PS4 is used commonly around any type of offline scene. Now, saying especially the, that Xbox and you, you bring your controller, um, mm-hmm. Xbox for a while had like a people liked the way that the thumb pad was mm-hmm. when it came to, to playing. Is it? Is it then common to still see like Xbox like controllers when you go to? I mean, you have converters, so I mean, okay. as long as you have a converter, you you should be able to play on whatever you want. I've seen keyboards, I've seen guitars, I've seen uh, guitar here guitars. Yeah, really? Yeah, there actually is a Guilty Gear player that does play on a Guitar Hero guitar. He does very well. Huh? Yeah. No, that that's that's not un- uncommon. You do see you know controllers of the rainbow show up so it's it's as long as you have the converter for it and you know it's all good there's no spotty stuff going on it's you can use it okay no that's it's definitely something i, I wasn't sure because i it, i wasn't sure if there was ever like a time like all right you go to a tournament and you you're known because you play uh kai let's say yeah yeah though no, people people do do that well if you're a character specialist or if you're known to winning uh, with a certain character, people will label you that. But no, you're not restricted on just basic characters or whatever. You're you can kind of pretty much um, go out there and play with whatever you want to play. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to when it comes to watching games, uh, gameplay or watching somebody, um, especially that's very proficient in something, do you mm-hmm. find yourself more excited when you see somebody come up with like a different character or? Is there ever a type of character that you're like, you know what? I'm really always happy to fight one of these. I'm always happy to like see someone use one of these characters well. Um, I'm open-minded in terms of like watching. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind watching someone win with another character that is not higher tier. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's all about how stylish you can be in terms of winning. That that's keep that really keeps my attention. Um, other than that. I mean, I don't mind. I, I pretty much am open-minded, and I'll watch a match, especially if it's a friend's match. I'll watch their match and cheer them on, and you know, I I'm, I go wild for that. So mm-hmm. I, I don't mind. I'm open-minded when it comes to characters. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Are there so talk about the characters that are that are so good coming out, and we'll we'll kind of end off talking a little bit more uh, about Strive coming out. Um, mm-hmm. The characters that are coming out well, you said that they can do a lot. Um, is it just like the is it because I know like some characters like hey this is this is a command grappler, this is someone who can juggle, this is a rushdown, mm-hmm. this is uh, zoning. Are when you say they can do a lot, are these characters with like a balance of all three, or are they like specialized in each one of those categories? Uh, I, I would say specialized, but mm-hmm. in in terms of just the gameplay, their moves, their just their toolkit is just not is not of strive if that makes sense. It's just they're in their own little world and they can do anything they want because of their toolkit. Um, for example, uh, May can just dive in the air and do a lot of these mix-ups without any type of answer to stop her. Um, same thing with Soul. Soul can just do amazing amounts of damage, and he's plus on a lot of stuff. I think this is the best iteration I've seen Soul in because he can do a lot for just little little effort. So um, that's what I mean in terms of like they can do a lot. Their, their toolkit in terms of moves and special moves and supers they just do a lot. It is it's really hard to stop them from progressing, you know, or just in any type of uh, match scenario. It's really hard to stop them. Now, I, I know that there's always going to be a, a huge category of difference between the character and the player. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody say is, do you, are these characters characters that could make someone who say was they were good at the game, like they they could they can win, they they always hold their own. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? these characters could now elevate that person to be like, Hey, you've always been good, but this character allows you to be better because the character just has that there. Or do you think it's something where it's like, okay, early on, maybe because we have to guess a lot mm-hmm. and then quickly it'll, it'll write it, the ship will write itself. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, it depends again, it really depends on the level of a person mm-hmm. and their commitment because, you know, the first month you're going to see a lot of people, you know, be good that are necessarily not good because of how their character handles. But, you know, give people three months, four months, five months, you know, are they still going to be good? Are they still going to be, you know, able to react to a lot of stuff? And, you know, this is where tech comes in. Once you learn tech Mm -hmm. and once you know that character in the matchup, it's really going to tell how many people actually know how to play. So, you know, with Nagoriyuki, for example, if Mm -hmm. I play Nagoriyuki and you play, uh, someone like I don't know uh, Faust. Mm-hmm. As long as you know the the mix up for Faust and and know how to how to really get into the situation and, and know how to mix, I, I'll be in trouble because Faust is really good. So mm-hmm. you'll you'll be able to do fine. But um, you know, if I know the matchup and I can switch to let's say Giovanna, who I do play as well, or Anjimito, you know, I have backups. I can still do something. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really depends on the player's level in in commitment to training. Um, yes, you can be good with the character. The character will hold you for a certain amount of time, but like anything, uh, you kind of have to keep that progress. If you don't keep it, then uh, people will expose you for not knowing. You know. Now going on to uh, characters matchups and. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially after this beta, how long has it been since the first beta and this beta? Uh, I think it's a couple months apart, like two or three months apart. Um, I know. So for for a lot of shooters, I know fighting games now do this too. They have the the seasons with them. 
Mm-hmm. How often do they they patch and change and like hot fix characters? All the time. All the time. All, all the time. Yep. Uh, now, is it something where? It, it, is there something like a? I, like because now I'm sitting here thinking like okay so you you learn a matchup is it mm. something like okay I was playing all weekend and let's say I don't get a chance to play to like next weekend just nine to fivers right is I mean there, uh, yeah. oh is it is there a chance uh is it, continue I'm sorry uh, is is there a chance that like I could have played like I played uh like with with Kai all weekend and I was like all right I got it I've learned his matchup next Friday hits I'm like I'm awesome to play play strive again and mm. now he feels like a different character. Well, not 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 necessarily, because what Arc System Works does, mm-hmm. uh, they schedule their patches for I think every six to five months. Okay, and they they want to make sure people are playing, you know, their current build. Now, if something's wrong, immediately wrong, then they'll fix it. But that's a very rare thing, uh, especially in any fighting game. It's a very rare thing. Um, but no, it, it's not going to be that dramatic. If we have a dramatic patch like that, um, I guarantee you people will definitely voice their opinion very strongly. Um, the game that was like that the most back in the day was Injustice 1. And despite the sales doing well, it, its player base was not in a good shape because they kept doing that every week. Every two weeks, there was always a patch to fix something or take away something that the community was telling them uh, telling NRS to do. So this is why NRS doesn't have a good reputation when it comes to um, fighting games in in terms of character balance. Because it would just be like, hey, outcry about, you know, the the Flash having a bad combo. Take that combo out. Exactly. And, you know, we don't we don't necessarily see that in, in Strive, but we don't want that to be the situation either. So, you know, Arc System Works always plans for their their updates a little bit down the road so people can get used to the game and people can enjoy the game. And uh, then after a while, they'll start to update stuff that they can fix. And it, it's, it's a process. It's definitely a process that that's embedded within the life cycle. Okay. No, then. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think because it, it always mm-hmm. seems like I didn't know if there was, have you ever seen it where there's been like a, a drastic rollback? So, is there a possibility that I, I know we went from beta to beta? So, mm-hmm. is there a chance, or have they released anything for any of the characters based off the feedback from the beta? Uh, no, not yet. Um, okay. Everything is pretty much under wraps in terms of that. Um, but all I can tell you is uh, just await the release, and I think it's going to be pretty good. Okay. Um, all right. Well, then we're getting about to that hour mark here. So, uh, thank you so much for for taking these uh, these questions. I know some of them might seem a little bit lower, but I, I've always found that the fighting mm-hmm. game community, especially after like being like, "Oh, I'm so good with my friends," and then you go get smacked, and it, it is a quick wake up call. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> but having your community to always go to, like, even if I'm playing Gundam and, and my wife's watching, and she mm-hmm. goes, "He's saying you need to jump. You're still not jumping." He's saying you need to jump. <laughs> and, and it's just like I I know what he's saying. I I and just. <laughs> and having that, but it never feels patronizing. So I want to thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, oh, absolutely! Like I, I don't, I don't um, try to talk in a way that's condescending to anybody. So you know, forgive me if anybody's felt that way. Um, when it comes to Gundam, I want you to play the best way you can play. And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes if I say, "Hey, jump, do this," I, I'm meaning jump and take your time and 
literally see what's going on because I want you to understand. And now if it's something that you don't understand, let me know. I'm always I'm always here to help. So I'm I'm totally free to help. And you're gonna go back. You're gonna play Strive, correct? On a are you gonna play it on a, on a uh, controller? Uh, PS5, PS5, De- definitely PS5. <laughs> PS5 has changed my life. Let me tell you. <laughs> will, will you use a controller? Or are you gonna use a a a, a fight stick? Uh, arcade stick. That, arcade that's stick how I play cool. most uh, fighting games. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's fantastic. Um, all right. So where can if people wanted to find you and enjoy your content, uh, where would where would we do that? Uh, mostly Twitch, twitch.tv slash Solkuro, uh, S-O-L-K-U-R-O. That is Solkuro. Uh, I do a lot of Japanese anime games and uh, a lot of surprise games. I do uh, get some free games every now and then from companies like Koei Tecmo. Um, just recently got Judgment from um, the Yakuza guys, mm-hmm. Sega. They're awesome. Um, trying to get... Uh, Scarlet Nexus, shout us to Bandai. I'm trying to. So I would see. love to get that as well. I want to give that let's game a shot. Definitely see. Yeah, that's that's been my hype. I've been talking about it on Twitter like constantly. So I'm trying to see what we can do with that. But uh, yeah, uh, that is the best way to really uh, find me. Twitch uh, again, Twitch.tv/Sokuro and uh, Twitter at Sol S O L K U R O I Sokuroki. Feel free to hit me up on either of those and. Yeah, I'm I'm always available to help people out. If you guys need streaming advice or sponsorship advice, definitely let me know because I'm always, you know, I'm always around companies, <laughs> literally. So, oh, might be hitting you up for that one soon. Sure. And of course, I will have a link to everything at the bottom of the podcast on your podcast uh, viewing platform of choice. Uh, but thank you guys so much for being here. If you'd like to find us, you can find us online at YouTube on the wrong button as well as the Wrong Button Podcast on your podcast platform of choice. Thank you so much, Soul Crow, for joining me once again. Anytime. Remember that you're all winners out there. Keep it weird and have a fantastic rest of your day, everybody.